What's up, guys? Welcome back to Spill Mama, the podcast for all things mama. No matter what stage of motherhood you're in, we are here for you. I'm Carly. And I'm Taylor. And we are so excited because one of my favorite people is in the bedroom recording. I, we used to in, say this In the bedroom studio. Madeline Custer. Say hi. Hi. Um, she's otherwise known as Madeline Moves. <laughs> well, I, okay, I have something funny to say. For the longest time, David did not know your last name. When I would say Madeline, he's like, Madeline Moves. Do people like, call you that? Like, if they see you I, out? I feel like when they're connecting dots, like, yeah. they've seen that yeah, way yeah. more than my last name. So yeah. it kind of starts to come out, and I totally accept it as part of my name. So. I'm like, David, she has Madeline a last Moose, name. Madeline Moves Custer. Yes. <laughs> Um, so if you know her, you love her, even if it's from afar, truly. <laughs> she's just the best. She holds a lot of titles. She is mama. She is wife. She's business owner, mm-hmm. fitness. What would you, fitness trainer? Sure. Yes, I would I call you my fitness ass. trainer. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> she's sister, friend, so many things. Yeah. And I just feel, I'm so excited that you're here. You yes. really have been. I feel, I'm so glad y'all are here because I feel like yeah. I'm talking about each of you do, you do, you do, you yes. do. You do. <laughs> I'm always talking about Madeline to you and Taylor to yes. you, so I'm like, this is like my happy place, y'all being circle. connected. So. I know, I'm yeah, so excited. Cool. And we met briefly at Carly Shower yep. for Faye, so, mm-hmm. but I'm excited to dive in and get to know you a little bit more. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much yeah. for having me. We're pumped like you're here. Honor to talk to your community for yes. sure. We're so excited. And you have been requested many times. Oh, you really have. <laughs> yeah. So if you have been listening, Taylor and I have both talked about her mm-hmm. app. So she has an app called Madeline Moves. Like I've been using it for years. Taylor mm-hmm. has too. Um, but that's just like one of the small parts about Madeline that yeah. I love. Like I truly say that. Like I, when I met you, I told David that like I was like we we're gonna be fast friends because we were just like instantly connected yeah. Yeah. in so many different ways. So that's just like a small. She's not even really gonna talk about yeah, that. We're yeah. gonna talk no, about other yeah. things, but yeah. That's that. So give us a little intro on who you are. Sure. Your family. You anything you want to say. Yeah, interestingly enough, I feel like um, probably on social media, people get like this very small sliver of my life that seems very big, but more so than that, like family and friends, Mm. I would say I have like a small but very important to me circle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And those people and those relationships, like I can spend time with them day after day and it is just like where I want to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, My husband and I love to like travel and adventure and experience things together and um, yeah, I would say we lead, lead like a very simple, mm-hmm. just like meaningful life. And yeah. that's kind of how we want to keep it. They yeah. make me want to travel. I know. Like, what's, I truly what's like, your I favorite? What's your favorite place or your like top three favorites in the States that you've done? Yeah. Um, one of them's actually going to come up pretty integral in yeah. the, the story that I'm going to tell. But Telluride, Colorado like, yeah. holds a very special place for yeah. a lot of reasons. Um, we love Glacier National Park in mm-hmm. Montana. Just like you could I'm explore dying to go to ever. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then um, I would probably say like beaches in Florida, mostly mm-hmm. because we went to school there. It's kind of like nostalgic for yeah, us. Yeah. And who doesn't love a good beach? I know the white, <laughs> yeah. the white yeah. beaches. Have you done thirty? Have you done thirty A? We have. Yeah. yeah, that's a great place to be. It's so cool. It we is. went to Destin for our honeymoon, and I like uh, loved. Yeah, it. where'd it you go so to school good. in Florida? Uh, Clearwater, Florida. Okay. So it's pretty near. Like it's actually not far from Destin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Clearwater is. Um, Scientology basis. It, it is. Oh, it is. You know, we that. were just talking oh my about God. that. Yeah, we're we downtown. Yeah. Girl, I went deep in the documentary. <laughs> deep, deep, deep. <laughs> Weren't we talking about that at yes, dinner? Because I was like, there it's is like, a It's yeah, the headquarters. Yeah. yeah. That is the most beautiful building. Yeah. Oh, and you yeah. pass it on the way to the beach, and 
That Anyways. is wild. Yeah, it is kind of wild. <laughs> I think of when I hear clear water. That's so, so funny. funny. I don't know, know what that, that says about yes. me. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Okay, so tell us about little Miss Heidi. Yes. She's just doing great. Yes. She is awesome. She's getting like a ton of teeth, and mm-hmm. I feel like every time she smiles really big, I oh notice one that so I hadn't sweet. seen, like yeah. in the back coming she's, through. And it explains some of the, like, nights that we've had. Yeah. But yes. overall, she's just very, very goofy right now. She's mm-hmm. just coming silly. into this kind of silly stage. Yeah. Where sometimes Drew and I look at each other like, she did that to make us laugh. laugh and they yeah. know when they're doing something yeah. funny. Yeah. Like, yes. I love when, when they get a reaction. To come. Oh, yeah. So they know. Nice. Yeah, that is new for us. <laughs> yeah. It has been so fun to just see it her is, goofy. This is a really fun age when it they're, really like, is. looking at people's reactions. Like, Faye, like loves when she makes river laugh oh, yeah. and she'll yes. just do it over and over again <laughs> I know it is really and fun and we will do it over, over and over, and over yeah, yeah. Again. whatever it yes. takes to get a giggle I, I love toddlerhood is my favorite I'm not like a huge baby person like I love babies but like I just love when their personality starts to come out and they start to communicate and I know it's so sweet it's it the is best. fun Okay, so as you guys probably know from the title of today's episodes, we are going to be talking about miscarriage today. Mm -hmm. So also a little trigger warning if this Mm -hmm. does not feel comfortable for you right now, if you don't listen to it, you know on Spell Mama, we love a disclaimer. We love a disclaimer. We love a disclaimer. I mean, I just, I have been through this personally. If you have not listened, I did an episode in season one on Mm -hmm. this and- It's a hard thing to share and, but I also just like, if you've walked through that like recently it's okay this this yeah. is if you need a time to like step away we will not be offended in any way because everybody's healing journey is so right. different we hope that this does the complete opposite mm. and this makes you hopeful and yeah. like we hope that it's the opposite of making you feel like a step back in your healing journey but everybody's journey is different so. yeah I love that we've gotten some like emails and DMs from people who like have started to listen and then had to like take a step back mm. and then like and then come, come back. back yeah and you just have to do what's right for you and also our favorite disclaimer is like whatever is said here doesn't apply as a blanket yes. statement for everybody. Yeah. Like everybody who's walked through miscarriage yeah. or knows someone who's walked through it. Like it's just it's different for everybody, and everyone's story yep. is their own story. It's so true. Yeah. So, but I guess we'll just jump on in, Madeline. I just kind of left it open to her to tell her story however you want. So as much as you want to share or as little, you just tell us. I know, I know <laughs> some of it, but there's some details I probably don't. So you just tell whatever you want. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks for, I guess, um, doing the disclaimer. I was going to say something very yeah. similar. So whatever I say here that is helpful and comforting and cathartic, like take it. Anything mm-hmm. that's not, please just mm-hmm. release it. Because yeah. I, I realize while I'm part of this um, community of people who have gone through miscarriage, I don't speak for anybody right. but myself. Right. So um, I also just wanted to say that Carly was so um, such a huge blessing to me when I was walking through this. And... Honestly, like if I can be that to somebody else, it, it, yeah. it's just like reason enough for me to be here. And I would also say that going back in my mind, and also I'm going to read to you guys part of a blog post that I wrote and then never published. Um, it just really took me back to mm. some very uh, sharp emotions. Yeah. And um I also feel like I'm in a very different place having this chapter of my life that I'm in mm-hmm. as a mom. Mm-hmm. And I I just, I admire the people who are sharing their stories without that chapter yet, yeah, still right. in the waiting. Right. Totally. Um, that was really vulnerable for me, and I sure. don't think that I could have done that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, like I said, I a lot of things make a lot more sense to me when I write versus yeah. when I speak. Like. Mm-hmm. Things just 
clarify in my mind and things get organized. So like I do in a lot of situations, I wrote um, back in 2020 when this happened to me, and I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I do feel like it'll get us started off on a good yeah. foot. Yeah. Um, so this was, like I said, a blog post that I just needed to kind of get onto paper, if you mm-hmm. will. And like I said, I did not publish it, but I'm excited at the thought that it will yeah. kind of get yeah. released into the world. So again, this happened in 2020. And I wrote this in um, December and I did miscarry in October. So I'll just read this and then we can maybe get into like a little bit more discussion. Perfect. um, These words have sat in a Word document for, it says months, but now it's years Mm -hmm. now. Writing has always been a form of processing feelings or experiences for me. Choosing words and attaching them to feelings brings order to my scurrying thoughts I deliberated pressing publish many times over the past years and stepped away instead. Sometimes I think those little tugs to do certain things have ripple effects that we may never know. I'll start by saying that when I originally wrote this for the first time, I didn't even need one hand to count the number of women that I personally know who have miscarried and talked about it. And that's not said with any judgment, but it doesn't align with the statistic that one in four to five pregnancies ends in miscarriage. Mm -hmm. Believe me, I understand the confusion of not knowing how or if to bring it up, and if you do, to whom and when, and what I'm really hoping for, when or if I do. I only know that this process and experience has stirred a lot of unknown, new emotions in me that I have felt lonely at times to process. And maybe in a small way, the perpetuation of those common but unspoken feelings can be minimized through this post. And maybe even some of the same feelings and words that have brought me comfort will provide the same for you. And each conversation that I've shared with someone who has has opened up to me about their miscarriage has been cathartic. And while I would never assume someone to share, it's meant so much to me. And it feels Mm -hmm. wrong to not offer it to the next person, whoever that might be. Mm. So Yeah. And one other thing it says, um, I think the fullness and depth of joy of life is more starkly seen and felt when laced with the contrast of hardship. Mm, that's so good. Yeah, it's really true. It <laughs> it's is. It's really true. So I don't know that I would fully appreciate the depth of joy that I have and yeah. thankfulness for Heidi without that. Mm-hmm. Um, so in some small way, I am thankful. I, that's, um, I don't know what you know about my journey, but we were uh-huh. three years to becoming parents and now five years to pregnancy and waiting. And the infertility which we say all the time waiting loss all of that they're all very different and mm-hmm. they'll carry very mm-hmm. different emotions mm-hmm. very different processes mm-hmm. but a lot of like the emotions the baseline is similar but it's like this glasses prescription that you don't want but you have it and it does give you this different sharpness like it's yeah, a different way to look at the world to look at parenthood motherhood to like look at like my empathy for people around me who are waiting is so much stronger and heavier than if I hadn't waited. Like, and again, very different from miscarriage. I'm not comparing them at all, but that, I think that was such a poignant way to put it. Those Mm. words were like, it's beautiful. I specific, it's going to make me cry. I'm emotional always, (laughs) but whenever Madeline cries, I cry too. But I do remember like one of the first few times we ever like talked about your miscarriage, we were like walking around Furman And we both just broke down, and I told you that, like, you know, I, River was a really, really hard baby, but, like, walking, I would never take away Mm -hmm. the miscarriages because it has, like, truly transformed, like, how I am as a mother, and 
I was just like, you know, it's one of those things where when you're walking through with a friend who has miscarried, you don't know what to say, but just even like being there and yeah. saying like, I love you and I'm sorry, I'm just so sorry. But yeah. I felt like I just was crying because I knew what you were going through. Like it was just like heartbreaking. And I even tell you, like when I find out friends have recent miscarriages, it just like, it instantly takes me back mm-hmm. there. Like you talking about this instantly takes me back to when we had that conversation. Yeah. And it's like, I don't feel like I would have that empathy. I couldn't have the empathy Mm -hmm. unless I had walked through that and I would never wish it upon anybody. Mm -mm. But I cannot ask for that, for like my experience to have changed because it's changed me for the better, you know? Um, So I think like extreme grief, I think people who are like widows or like that is just like a, sorry, I keep moving. Carly and I shared a mic and I keep moving back and forth. The, it's like this club that nobody wants to be a part of it. Once you're a part of it, like you don't leave it, Mm -hmm. you know? Cause like, even if you, let's say you've lost a spouse and you go on to get remarried or, you know, you lose a child or you're waiting to become a parent. Like even if you quote unquote, like graduate from it, you never do. Cause it's yeah. just these, like you can't undo what it did to you yeah. in a good and bad way. Yeah. And it's just these emotions that like you can just instantly go back to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I can kind of just go into like when we started yeah. Yeah. all the, the things. Um, so, like I said, Drew and I have, we had been married like six years um, in 2020, and uh, we just really liked being married. And mm-hmm. we always knew that we wanted to have kids and like have tons of friends with kids, family members with kids, but we just like were in no rush and mm-hmm. had a lot of fun exploring and changed some careers. And we were just like really enjoying life. Um, 2020, I feel like brought. I don't know, just a shift in all of it. In a lot of things. <laughs> so many ways. <laughs> yes. So many reasons. Yeah. Um, but we just started valuing like the the thought of starting our family sooner. So mm-hmm. in August of 2020, we were just like, let's just go for whatever we think we want to yeah. do here. Yeah. And um, so we started like very loosely trying, mostly just not not trying, I guess I would say. And um, a lot of practicing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best part. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It was and it was fun. Um, so August 2020, we did that. And um September, so I normally have my my cycle at the end of the month, like the very end. And September came and went, and I didn't have it. And I was like very much new to like the apps and things. Like I had just started putting my period into mm-hmm. things, like wasn't really on the cutting edge of anything at all um and then in October like that was already gonna be a pretty busy month Drew is gonna turn 30 and Mm -hmm. I had like some plans of um surprising him for his 30th we were gonna go on a trip just us two to Telluride Colorado but then my thought was that his best friend um and his wife would come surprise him Mm -hmm. Drew's really low-key. He doesn't like the center of attention at all. So this was like a way to celebrate 30 in a way that he would actually appreciate. Yes. So that was very much on my mind. I am not the trip planner between us. So Mm -hmm. I was trying to do things that are very much outside of my wheelhouse and like keep it all secret and stuff. So I think that just took up a lot of my brain power. Yeah, your brain space, I'm sure. I just wasn't like connecting all the things. So um, early October came and we headed out to Colorado and we were just hiking and it was fall and it was beautiful. And I was like, true, I'm like late on my cycle. And 
Um, we got sushi and we picked up a pregnancy test and I just like did not in a million years think that I was, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just didn't seem like there was any way that it would happen that quickly or right. I don't know. It just Mm -hmm. didn't seem real. So we had some food and we just started talking about like that we could take a test and find out that we're pregnant. Yeah. And it's it like the decision be. to take the test. Yeah. It's like a it big was. one. Well, and it's like, it's like we take this and if it's positive, like this is the it's moment. It's changing like, it's our all, life. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we almost like wanted to punt it. We yeah. were almost yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so Drew read like literally every every instruction on the box <laughs> and he was like, all right, go do it. And so I went to the bathroom. I, you know, peed on the stick and I just turned it over and left it on the counter and walked mm-hmm. out. And I was like, if I'm looking, you're looking. Like, yeah. we're doing this together. So he's like, well, we got to wait the full three minutes. Right. So we waited, <laughs> Drew. <laughs> yeah. Gotta right. love him. Yeah. So we went in and I didn't even look. I just watched Drew and he flipped it over and mm-hmm. I could tell right away that it was negative. And I was like, I didn't know how I felt in that moment. It was yeah. very much what I expected, but also things weren't really lining up. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, Hmm, I feel like we're further off than I think in mm-hmm. whatever I thought was going on with my cycle. Yeah. So I'm going to kind of have to figure this out. But right now we're having a lot of fun. So we'll just kind of, yeah, I'm sure my period will start really soon. Um, and then like kind of the second half of our trip started when people came out and that was also very, very fun. Um, but the day, sorry, the day before they came out, we went on like what I would refer to as my favorite hike ever. It's just mm-hmm. a day in my memory mm-hmm. that very much stands out. And this it was probably six days. We were out there for a little while. This was six days later than I took the first test. Okay. And you still had not no. started. No. Okay. No. So we get back from this really long hike. And I mean, we were both totally exhausted. And the place that we were staying had like the best steam shower. And I was like, Drew. I'm going to go take a pregnancy test. I'm going to get in the steam shower mm-hmm. and I'm just going to like feel so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, again, took the test, didn't look at it, got in the shower and just, I kind of forgot about it. I was just living it up. Your in best the shower. Yeah. It felt so <laughs> good. And all of a sudden Drew just like whipped open the shower door and I just knew, mm-hmm. like knew I almost just like buckled because oh, I just knew. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he had it in his hand and he showed me and I could barely see it through the steam, but then I did. And <laughs> it, was it was there. Yeah, it was a yes plus. Yeah. And I just, I probably said 50 times, I cannot believe, believe it. it. I yeah. can't believe mm-hmm. it. Um, so I got a, sh- a towel and we just like honestly stared at it for like a good while. In shock. Mm-hmm. Total shock. And then it just started sinking in like really fast and yeah. things changed from like whoa to totally excited mm-hmm. so fast. And Drew's like, well, there's no way you're going to be able to keep a secret. Because actually, um, his best friend and his wife, and then my sister Carrie has a birthday right after Drew oh, does. Yeah. So they were coming out, too. So fun. And Drew's like, there's no way you're going to yeah. keep this from <laughs> Carrie. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I am. Like, I really liked One, us two. just knowing. Yeah. It yeah. just felt like yeah. this really cool, yeah. fun secret. So we um, were picking Carrie and Donovan up from the airport, like, the next day, I think maybe two days. Anyway, so I made Drew stop at Target. I wanted to get a prenatal. It was mm-hmm. like all these things very quickly yeah. like started in my started mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was doing laser hair removal. I was like, oh, can't, can't do that. that. Yeah. Like it just—it's crazy how fast. Yeah, you, just you start, start thinking about another life. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm it's responsible. Instant yeah. shift. Like yeah. all I ever do is eat ahi tuna, and I was like, nope. I know, not can't tonight. do that. I know. It's just like wild yeah. how yeah. fast it all kind of like elevated in my mind. Yeah. Um, so a few days later, we're just really having fun. 
Drew's birthday comes and there's actually a picture that's one of my all-time favorite pictures because this is a relatively short window that mm-hmm. we knew about mm-hmm. this pregnancy. Um, on this trip, I started miscarrying. But that day we knew and it was just like all of the sweet, yeah. precious emotions. And there's this picture that we have. And whenever I see it, I just like think of the three of us, whoever, you know, that would have been, mm-hmm. it was all three of us in like all the joy that we experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love having that mm-hmm. picture. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so next two days come and like, I have this secret. We have the secret. We go to bed. We talk about it. We yeah. hang out with our friends during the day. And it's just like, it just felt like such a sweet gift, like mm-hmm. right yeah. around his 30th, like in this beautiful place. And it was just like all I could have asked for if mm-hmm. I was planning it. Um. So we started this hike. It was like a relatively easy hike um, in the morning. And I just really early on, like, started feeling the craziest, sharpest, Mm. like, intense pains in my lower stomach. And I just kind of got really quiet and, like, Mm -hmm. hung back. And, like, everybody's talking and laughing and, like, pointing things out. And Mm. I'm just, like, every step feels, like, worse. this is not a good this is not good Mm -hmm. and so I like pulled on Drew's shirt from behind and I was like I don't know what's going on but like I can barely like stand up straight Mm -hmm. and I mean immediately he goes into like what can I do what should we do and I was like I need to like go back and we weren't very far in but it was I was just like guys I have crazies like my stomach is killing me and we're gonna go back and you hadn't shared with them no no yeah yeah. so we didn't say much they were all kind of like oh man like yeah and we're like you guys finish this hike goes to a waterfall and we're just gonna go figure this out and Drew is very much like likes to know Mm -hmm. as much as he can know um so he starts just like researching and I think sooner than I was putting it all together, he was putting it all together. And um, we just went back to the condo and like, I just crawled into bed Mm -hmm. and I was just like, this is intense. Like I don't have very bad PMS or anything like this. So this was very like new, very uncomfortable. Yeah. And you just know something is off because you're like this. I've never Mm -hmm. had this pain before. Like, yeah, Yeah, it's just the worst feeling when it's happening. It was. It was the worst feeling. And like Drew told me, he's like, Madeline, if I had to guess with as little as I know about yeah. all of this, I would probably say this is like what What's is happening. happening. Hmm. And in my head, I was like, my head, I was like, yeah. But in my heart, I was like, there's no way. Yeah. Like, like this cannot be yeah, happening. Yeah, it just yeah. can't be. Yeah. And honestly, like two days, I just was like almost like down and out Mm. and then I started um bleeding and like I don't know how much but like clots of yes like it was just very clear to me what was Um, happening yeah and And an added level of like you're not at home you're with the other people too yeah I'm sure that was hard to like mentally process and like figure out yeah it was and and I mean, it was really hard because we were like very much celebrating, right. but very much right. like, yeah. so these are some of the closest people in all the world to us. So we just very quickly were like, guys, this is like where we you are did, in real time. You told yeah, them. Yeah, okay. told them. And looking back, um, well, even in that moment, that's one of the sweetest memories that I have is these people that just like 
really bore our burden with yeah. us in in the most raw, real, like no cushion of time. Right. And it was yeah. just as it happened and cried with us and prayed with us and just met us like where we were. Yeah. And it really means a lot thinking back because I'm a pretty private person. I don't yeah. know how long it would have taken me to tell those people. And right. they're like some of the closest. So I think in a way that was like, a blessing yeah. that it was just like you can't really right. you couldn't hide it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, we went home, and I went to the doctor, and it's just kind of like the series of things that occur where they they didn't feel like I needed a DNC mm-hmm. um, with what I described had already happened and kind of given the timeline. But I will say, just like everything that happens afterwards, felt like these eraser strokes Mm -hmm. over what felt so real to me. And like you have, I mean, for a while, I did not feel like myself in my stomach region and Mm -hmm. and just like cramping and all that stuff. And you have all these reminders, Mm -hmm. but like to the outside world, there's just like nothing left. And I remember even just kind of another example of that. I like saved the pregnancy test and I came across it like not that far afterwards. And like, it goes away. It there, goes away. There was nothing yes, there. Yes. And I just like couldn't believe it, but it was just like another eraser. The digital show. ones, like, I yeah. did not realize yeah. that that happened mm-hmm. until the miscarriage. And I yeah. was like, that is horrible. Cause then it feels like I just like made this up almost. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. this baby was not even here. You know, yeah. it's terrible. It was. It was really hard. And I guess, you know, only having the experience that I do and this being our first um, go at it. It's like you're you're grieving the the loss of this idea of what your family would have been like and and who this person would have turned out to be and that's really sad and hard but you also have I had I had this really really big fear of like is this how it's always going to go mm, yes. this is now all I know like yeah. and so the next and it was like 6 to 7 months were honestly some of the very hardest if not the very hardest in my life so far because I felt like something that at one point was like a gift had kind of been taken back and Mm -hmm. I just wanted to get it back Back. like I just needed to know that that was like in my Mm -hmm. future and there was no guarantee Yeah. yeah I was just in the episode before this when Taylor and I recorded I was saying that like David and I didn't even really realize how much we wanted to be parents totally. until we lost that first one. And it took us six to seven months, the same time. And I that was literally the worst time of my yes. life. David, like, literally hates the year 2019 because it was just so brutal. I was yeah. like, you don't know if you'll ever be able to yes. carry or, you know, and then people make comments like, oh, at least well, you were able to get pregnant. It's like, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able mm-hmm. to carry a baby, you know, yeah. like, just the unknown is so brutal. Yeah. And, you know, and that is a similarity to, like, mm-hmm. you know, infertility, where, like, it's just yeah. the unknown yeah. of, like, this may never happen for me. And that is yeah. terrifying. Yeah. And I think I also felt, like, I was sad because I was, like, what if I can never give David a child? Yes. Like, all of those thoughts yeah. run through your mind yeah. of, like— this is not what he expected either. Like, this isn't fair to him. And, like, you just put all this pressure on yourself, unnecessary pressure and guilt and, like, everything wrapped in one. It's just terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the guilt was something that I didn't touch on. But, I mean, like, Drew really was so instrumental in just kind of, like, 
not letting me go there, Mm -hmm. like assuring and reassuring and promising. And like, I mean, he's always a constant, but during this time he was just like more than I ever would have deserved. But because we were doing like strenuous Mm -hmm. hikes and I just thought Mm -hmm. like, what if I had known earlier and should I have done less? And it was just like, so many times he reminded me like you are reducing God's power mm-hmm. if you try to take this yeah. into something that you could have made happen. Yep. It's just it is not in your hands. And yeah. that is something that I don't know that anybody hearing this will not do just because, you know, yeah. we're saying don't do yeah. it. But it was a huge blessing to have him constantly just not let me go there. Because even like, even if you aren't exercising, I had a friend that messaged me and she said that they had just gone through a miscarriage and she was like thinking about the stuff she had eaten and coffee and like, it doesn't matter. You just instantly go to that space of like wanting to like somehow feel like you had control over it. And I I was going to say, I think it's like this equal part of with like with infertility for me, it was like, this is so out of my control mm-hmm. and God is in charge of all of this, which is like peaceful, but also it's like, but I want there to be a reason and an explanation yeah. and like, it's like this both and. Totally. Once it's kind of like taken out of the palm of your hand, mm-hmm. you just instantly want it so much more than mm-hmm. you realize. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the doctor said like, you're good to try mm-hmm. next month. And like I said, before this, I was just very lackadaisically tracking yeah. things. And, you know, I was like in it now. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do I need to know? How yeah. can I make this um, more likely? And I think back to those months and it was like seven months. And I feel like I almost lived in like an alternate reality. Like you're mm. going through life and nothing changes. Yeah. Like your your responsibilities are the same. You interact with the same people, like everybody expects Mm -hmm. similar performance or Mm -hmm. whatever. But you are filtering all of these conversations and experiences and moments in like this half of your life that is is so different than what other people realize. And there are two that kind of stick out to me specifically. Um, You know, every month it's like, maybe this is the month, whatever. And it was like Christmas Day, and I think I was a day or two late on my period, and I was like, oh, this could be just Mm -hmm. so special, so Mm -hmm. sweet. And we were opening presents, and I, like, you know, joy on these kids' faces, and who doesn't Mm -hmm. love Christmas? And I started my period, and I just went to the bathroom, and, like, how am I supposed to, like, pull it together and go out there and care about Christmas? And it's just an example of, like, you're operating in this one world, Mm -hmm. but you're very much consumed by another yeah, I yeah. was I, I really felt like totally. I was just going through the motions yeah. like I just felt like like when I look back at hanging hanging out with friends during that year like when we would go out on dinner dates or whatever I like have very vivid memories of like putting on a smile yeah. but I'm yeah. like mm-hmm. not fully there because I'm thinking about when the next time I'm ovulating yeah. is gonna be or well, how many live, more days in, in the two f- weeks 15 day increments yeah. yeah it's like the two weeks like you're so, just that's all you can yeah. think about and and you see it everywhere. Yes. yes. It's like it's like when you buy your car and all of a sudden you <laughs> see it everywhere. Yes. Which is such a dumb comparison because no, that's no, so but dumb. It's but it's so true. It's like, true. It's like everything is about babies all the time. It sudden. is. Yeah. I mean, I remember like walking through Trader Joe's and like a really mm. hard waiting time and being like, I just want to grocery shop with my baby. And yeah. that would like make me emotional. Yeah. And holidays were so hard. Yeah. I cried on the way to so many Christmases yeah. and Thanksgivings because it's just, it's everywhere. And it's, mm. I mean, all the people that, 
all the pregnancy announcements yeah. that you saw before were like, people are pregnant. You're, you're happy. You're yeah. just happy. And, and then, then it becomes complex. Like, yes. you are happy, but it's twinged with very different emotions. Yes. That is the weirdest pregnancy announcements in waiting is to me, and I'm sure after loss too, I won't speak for y'all, but that is the weirdest combination of emotions I've ever experienced, mm-hmm. especially after. for like close friends and family. Like, yeah. You're taking meals to these new babies yes. of people that you love and you are genuinely so happy for, but you leave like so But then you feel guilty for yes. feeling crushed. Yes, totally. It's like, it's this horrible it's feeling. Horrible. Yes. You're like, I shouldn't feel this way. I should only be happy, but you can't help it. Like, it's not something that you can help. Like, no. I don't care who you are. No. And it's not something you can just stuff down. Like, it's yeah. just, oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember New Year's Day, like just crying to Drew. Because almost everyone in our, like, close friend circle in 2020, like, added to their family. Whether Mm -hmm. it was a new pregnancy or adoption or, like, the baby was born. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I just went down the list. And and Drew doesn't think like this. But when I kind of laid it all out, it was like, yeah, Yeah. you know, you Mm -hmm. feel very different. Yeah. Yeah. And, I I mean, yeah, I, I have a lot of those examples, but if there's one thing I could say, it's just that in that time of waiting, I literally felt like I was split into mm-hmm. two different worlds. And mm-hmm. it was, it consumed me to a mm-hmm. point that I wish it didn't. And it was a constant battle of who, who do I believe? Like, mm-hmm. who do I believe that God says he is? Mm-hmm. And is he really, really doing what he's doing for my good? And mm-hmm. if he is, then... Like these days are not a waste of time. They're yeah. they're not just to get to the next day to get yeah. to the right. ne- like there's life to be lived here. So that was very very hard for mm-hmm. me, Carly. Our our stories are eerily similar. It's literally like to the month. It really it's, is. It's kind it's of. Crazy. I was telling David didn't realize that until I was telling him about your story too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, continue. Yeah. So um, we were in the month of April. And um, we, I was a few days late on my period, maybe two, maybe three, and I took a pregnancy test and it was very faint positive. And then almost simultaneously, like maybe the next day I started. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I was just so confused and frustrated. And I felt like everything that I, my resources were tapped. And after that, I was just like, Drew, I just want to talk to some a doctor. Mm-hmm. I just want to like rule everything out. I just mm-hmm. want to know anything that I don't know mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And so we, um, my OB gave me a referral, and we started talking um, just like initially with a fertility clinic in the end of April, early May, and I. I just was like, if there is a longer road ahead of me, mm-hmm. I just want to know. Yeah. I just don't want to keep. Kind of feeling like I'm spinning my wheels. Yeah. yeah. And I know people wait a lot longer than that. And anyways, that is just kind of the path that we took. So um, April, you know, categorically, I guess that's a chemical pregnancy. But it was just like, mm-hmm. why would I even see this? Like, why yeah. did I yeah. even yeah. take this test? Well, yeah. you and I talked about that. A, because I hate when they turn them chemical pregnancies. Yes. That's exactly what happened to me, too. Like, I took a pregnancy test and then two days later. Yeah. But I think part of me sort of knew because it was a very faint line. Yes. I never felt no. like it was going to stick. Never. I don't know why. I just never felt that. But then them terming it a chemical pregnancy just yeah. like devastated me yeah. even more. It's just like, like you said, the yeah. eraser. And for me, I just, that was my breaking point. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is like, 
this is a waste of time. Like, why did I ever take a pregnancy test? Yeah. Like, I never, for me, it was emotionally, like, I didn't want to try again. Like, yes. I was done. I was like, I don't, like, it was the fear of even trying again to get pregnant again yes. and going through that pain again was too much. Like, it was mm-hmm. like, I just don't even want to go there. And obviously, like, that wasn't the case. But, like, in that moment, yeah. I just didn't want yeah. to ever even think about it. It takes so much courage to try. Yes. I don't. I don't know that everybody, like, realizes that but when Mm -hmm. people are trying and if you've gone through a loss or it's just been a long time it takes a lot every month to put yourself Mm -hmm. in that vulnerable space it it was really hard so then I was just frustrated because I was like whatever I you know everything's going to be off now Mm -hmm. like I'm not I'm gonna like waste May whatever but we started talking to a fertility clinic and um, we actually had our first um, consultation over Zoom, and it was in the very end of May, mm-hmm. and I had just had a positive pregnancy test like the day that we mm. had this. We were visiting family in I didn't in know Florida. That. Yeah. Oh my god. And it was like it was. I just couldn't even believe it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we had told her, and she was like, "You know, more often than you would believe, this actually happens. happens. I don't know if it's <laughs> it's what happened really? to Taylor. We I got so we we stopped." trying like we I mean we were we're not like not trying but I mean I haven't had protected sex in five years (laughs) yeah and um but it was like we had several years of like actively trying and I won't go through the whole story for you but we adopted our daughter and we were like we know we're gonna adopt again but if we are going to do fertility treatment let's do it while I'm younger so um the month before we were supposed to start IVF like we are supposed to like I was going to get my injections I got my first ever positive pregnancy test isn't that crazy I I do think Carly told me that but even hearing it again it's like I bet that I mean just that's wild that that just happened to both of you so it's like you know I'm sure the fertility doctor saying that like it happened it's gotta happen well I I said that at my first OB appointment and the doctor was like he said we see this a lot more than you think and again that's not everyone's story um but and I remember telling a couple people and people were like it's probably just because you were like not thinking about relaxing and I was like I was the opposite of not relaxing (laughs) like I had a two three year old we were about to start IVF like I was working full time like I was fully stressed yeah it just like I don't there's no rhyme or reason to it like I don't have a reason why the only thing I I mean I truly believe that you know it's God at the end of the day but I do think maybe on some level like knowing that somebody else is in your corner Mm -hmm. or just knowing that you might be able to offload this onto people who know more and can help you it just maybe took some stress off yeah Yeah. I don't know but that was our experience And I kid you not, I would take pregnancy tests like every five hours for like four days straight. I just <laughs> we just moved and I just found my bag oh. of like twenty. <laughs> I look at that and I'm like kept the taking money that. I sank into those worth every I single penny. Every I mean, every picture penny. and it was like a nine a.m. because I'd written I'm the like, time oh, of day. Nine a.m. eleven one. And Carly was like, maybe stop taking them. But it got dark. But it was and so dark fun and yes. it was just like yeah. I mean, it's totally worth all yeah. the money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. totally. So, I mean, that was like the best feeling. Mm-hmm. And it was also really nice since we were under the um, fertility clinic care. We went like mm-hmm. really early. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. as soon as um, we we could get in, she tested my HGG two days in a row and it was rising. Mm-hmm. And then we went really early for an ultrasound. And I will say, I, I don't know what happened like with the ovulation because at first she did say that we were measuring like a little bit or behind yeah. or small 
And honestly, I'm surprised at how little that stressed me out. Mm-hmm. I think I was just so excited mm-hmm. to see. Get to an appointment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because that hadn't been part of my story yet. Yeah. And I just had this feeling that, that like, this, was this is going to play out how God wants it to. And I just, I'm just not worried. And I just remember sitting um, in the room with Drew and we just like started crying. It was just so, mm. so cool. And I mean, from day one, literally, Heidi has measured behind and she's <laughs> always just been a little pipsqueak. But I think God gave me like an extra measure of peace through the pregnancy because I really did not have much of it beforehand. But I don't know. It's just, it is such a blessing to look back and to know and to see his hand in times that like did not feel yeah. it. I really mm-hmm. did not feel it. And mm-hmm. if there was ever a time that like, I just struggled, Mm -hmm. I mean, on levels that I didn't really know I had. I feel like I've had a relatively easy life. Mm -hmm. And that was a time that everything felt hard. Mm -hmm. Um, And now to just, like, have Heidi and to know that, like, that was part of God's plan all Mm -hmm. along. Mm -hmm. It does, honestly, having Heidi and knowing that whoever that was would have turned into a person like Heidi Mm -hmm. and all that she is and as complex as she is. I think that's where I get sad now. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I, I know that what starts off just as that tiny little thing Mm -hmm. grows into something, someone so real, but day to day, I'm just so thankful for mm-hmm. Heidi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's so, that's part of like what Taylor has talked, taught me a lot of like just grief in general. Like you do grow around your grief. Mm. It doesn't go it doesn't, away. It doesn't go away. It doesn't get smaller. Right. Mm. It doesn't get mm. smaller. Mm-hmm. You do grow around it. And I had never thought about that, but like as River's getting older, mm. you know, he's actually been asking about heaven. And mm. I like shared with him that he uh. has two siblings in heaven. <laughs> and like he was so confused by that. He's like, yeah. Faye? Like, you know, but it is like, it's a part of our story. And you and I have talked a lot about this, that like the, what, how I view David, like, like how I view David, how I view God, how I view my children now Mm. will be forever changed. Like, because it was just like a moment of like, I needed, I just needed something to grasp on. David was a rock for me. Like. Even though I faced a lot of, like, I was so angry with God, like, mm. as to why in the world this would happen. And I, I like, can understand you. Like, we've talked about this, too. It's like most of our your life, it's like you can do a certain thing. Yes. It's like you can make a certain grade. You can work hard and make a certain can grade. You can yes. achieve these it's things. It's formulaic to yes. a degree. Yes. And this is just, it's just anything not. but. Yeah. That's yeah. what I remember telling Neil and like, the height of us, like, really trying to get pregnant. I remember saying, like, I wish... I could like study and take a test. Yeah. Like, oh my I wish word. there was something more we could do than just have sex and just right. like wait. Because it's like. Because you can do all the right things. And then yeah. it's just. I have never had more like awe in a one night stand when people get pregnant. Girl, than when I was trying to get pregnant. <laughs> We've amen. talked about this. I was yes. like, how do yeah. people yeah. get Right. So but it, even yeah. though for me, it like even more so proves that like every child that yes. is here yeah. is supposed yes. to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Like even like one night stands, like that baby yes. is supposed to be yeah. here yeah. or friends that are not trying. Like yes. it is just forever shaped like how I view children. And like, yes. I feel like I love my friends' kids now. Like 
I have bought, like, I don't know. It just yeah. makes everything way more sweet and special. And not that you can't have that if you've not walked through miscarriage. Totally. This is just our, my experience. But yeah. it is a part of my story that I could never wish away. Yeah. Even though yeah. the pain was so brutal. We we both say, like, we would yeah. not go back and, and change it. And I, mm-hmm. like, I said that on the podcast a year ago before mm-hmm. we got pregnant. And mm-hmm. I said, like, we are still, like, hoping maybe we'll have a biological baby one day. But, like... I still wouldn't trade mm-hmm. what because it brought us Sela and yeah. like the way that I look at God is so different, yeah. and the way I look at just like Sela's mom and like yeah. how amazing and brave she like. There's just so it's so layered, and yes. again, would not wish it on anybody. But like, I wouldn't take it all mm-hmm. back if I had the option. Yes, and yes. I think one thing you and I have talked about is um, you know even if you are not on the other side because mm-hmm. we are all three mm-hmm. telling mm-hmm. stories about we are on the other side, but yeah. Your story is so worth sharing, even in the middle of it, because Mm -hmm. there are so many women that are just waiting to even connect. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember when I I wrote a blog when I had just had the miscarriages and didn't know if I was pregnant. But it was like, for me, connecting with other women Mm -hmm. was a big part of it, too, of like, okay, this is okay for me, this to be my story. It's okay that I've had, there was like a lot of shame mixed in it and Mm -hmm. Just the fear of never knowing if I was going to have a baby. So if you are in the middle of it, like your story is worth sharing before, even if you never get on the other side or whenever you do. Yeah. Um, And it's just like, like what you were saying earlier, the, it's so brave to try because what's attached to it is like hope and being hopeful when you've walked through like extreme grief is so trying. Mm -hmm. Like it is so, I mean, I think that is amazing that you have not been anxious. I have been so anxious because- it's like I'm listening to you talk and being like, man, I just really need to be praying about that more because it is so like just this fear of like, like you saying, I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. Like I have said that so many times yeah. in this pregnancy. Yeah. Of like it doesn't feel real. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll feel real until the baby is like on my chest. That's why she hasn't done anything for the baby <laughs> or the nursery. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I do think if you are listening to this and yeah. you like what you said, like you aren't quote unquote on the other side of it, like there whether there is like whatever you define as the other side of it, like it could mm-hmm. be so different for so many people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think just talking about it, like talking about it while you're in the middle of it, is just it's so hard. It's so hard. It's so like hard. it hurts so much. But I would not have made it through mm-hmm. if I did not have the few people that I was talking to about it because I needed other people to yeah. carry me. Like mm-hmm. I needed them to put me on their shoulders and carry me and like pray and believe when I did not. Cause yeah. I had so many times where I was like, I just can't even pray mm-hmm. about it anymore. Like I just can't. So and I'm that's glad you a, said that. And that's a really brave step in yes. even telling because after our first miscarriage, we didn't tell anybody, yeah. like nobody. Like my, I didn't even tell like close family members for a long time. And you, you probably wouldn't have, probably you wouldn't know, have. Yeah. if yeah. you hadn't been in that situation yeah. and that's okay. Like everybody does it on their own yeah, time. Some sure. people want to share really early on and that's okay too. Um, but I think like for me, that was such a brave step of mm. saying like, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm not okay. I need you to check in on me. I need you to like, not just in the weeks that happen, yeah. like maybe in the months later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we did an episode on like grieving with mm-hmm. other people. And that was like a, a largely like brought up constantly is just people said keep checking in on your friends that are walking through this grief mm-hmm. not just weeks after it happens like months even years like yeah because I think you also need people to like like if you are in the place of like the what is it is it seven stages of grief 
Is that right? Seven? I have no so, idea. There's seven. <laughs> and but all of them are so valid. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I needed people to affirm, like, it's okay to be angry. Yeah. Or, like, it's okay to feel, like, kind of detached and, like, yeah. just going through the motions. Totally. Like, I had so much of that. Like, I was just, like, functioning. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to look like you coming on a podcast and talking yeah. about it. Yeah. It can be, yeah. you know, you've there got. There were a very few yeah. number of people, and Carly was one of them. And she knew, like, kind of how to ask. Yeah. And a lot of times there was nothing new to say yeah. other than, like, we're still trying. Yeah. But just that she, like, remembered and was praying. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be tons of people, but mm-hmm. I think a few people knowing what yeah. you're going through. Because, like I said, when you feel like you're operating in two mm. lives, so having a few people in that mm-hmm. other yeah. life is yeah. really, really yeah. valuable. Do you know something I remember, though, is... Before Emily's baby shower, I texted you. You were pregnant. Yeah, I but was. I didn't I was like know. Five weeks. Yeah. And so I texted her before, and I was like, "I oh, just yeah. want you to know, like, I'm thinking about you because I know this is like a really hard time." Yeah. And mm-hmm. she was pregnant. Yeah. But, I, but it was just like I knew how hard that was yeah. because yeah. I had done that too, and yeah. it is so hard. So like, I think that that is like so helpful. Is it, if you can find someone is. who knows. Those the different moments. things that are like triggering and really yeah. hard, like mm-hmm. it is such a game changer because you yeah. just don't, you can't understand it. Until, you can't, and yeah. I like I can't understand yeah. these specific emotions, right? And yeah. I can't understand yeah. yours, but yeah. it still is like it's still it's still like the baseline things are still just mm-hmm. hard. Yeah, and and I think I did a decent job of this, but um, like I love being around kids. I used yeah. to teach mm-hmm. um, elementary PE, and like when I stopped, I just. I'm not around kids as much as I used to be, except for, like, my friends have a lot of Mm -hmm. kids. So during those times, like, even before we were really trying, like, I loved to watch my friends' kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would just say, like, can I please, like, hang out with your kids? Yeah. And maybe that seems like it would have been hard. But for me, it was something that brought me so much joy. And just, like, communicating with your friends Mm -hmm. and being like, hey— no, this is actually for me. Yeah, Can like I, I need to come this. hang yeah. out with your kids. Because kids just have a way of like, I don't know. Lightening yes, up. Yes, they are just joy and mm-hmm. life. And, well, yeah. okay, I do have to share a funny thing. The one reason I knew Madeline was going to be one of my people is because I've talked about this a lot. River was very fussy as a baby. So Madeline and I, I'm trying to figure out if the first walk we ever did, if it was like end of 2020, early 2021, River was a baby. And every, I kid you not, every walk we went on, River screamed the majority of the time. Like I ended up having to carry him, but I never felt any judgment. Like, and you loved River so much and River actually always responded well to Madeline. And I think that is like a really, like when you see other people, I just want to say, I appreciate you. I don't know if I've ever told you that, Mm -hmm. but it meant a lot for me because you weren't, you know, you didn't have your own children and Mm. neither did Emily and y'all still loved River (laughs) and me in those hard moments. I would be like, David, they do not want to be my, there's no way they want to be my friend. I bring this screaming kid every single time. But it just, it meant a lot to me. And I saw that, like that you loved your friend's kids because Mm -hmm. I felt that. So I really appreciate that. River's Mm -hmm. an awesome kid. (laughs) He is awesome, but he's he's wide open. Um, Okay, well, thank you so much, Madeline. That really was like... That was therapeutic for me and for so many people. I know that was so helpful to hear. I hope so. And very brave to share. Very brave. Well, it was honestly my pleasure. (laughs) I I told Carly I probably wouldn't do this in another setting, but this is as good as it gets. And like I said, if anything said can offer any hope or encouragement, just take that and then Mm -hmm. just, you know, whisk away anything else. Yeah. (laughs) 
do you want to talk about any of the things you're loving? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I brought you some of the things that I'm loving oh, only fun. because it kind of holds a little bit of a tie to my story. Very small. Um, so when I was going through like all the discomfort of miscarriage, a lot of foods just sounded totally repulsive. Like mm-hmm. I mostly yeah. just didn't eat much those yeah. days. Yeah. Um, but there are these bars that I ate then and I love now, and they're yeah. called Healthy on the Go bars. Mm-hmm. And I've they never just, tried oh one. I'm so excited. Oh, it's fun. <laughs> they're also so good if you like, you know, end up breastfeeding yeah. or whatever. I just ate these like without stopping okay. when I was early on breastfeeding. So those are a bar that. 2020 to 2023, like I have not stopped eating. Yeah, for a they're day. called what? They're healthy. They're healthy on the go bars. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, they're not the short. They're chocolate, name. which looks good. <laughs> so that's something that I love consistently. I'm also loving. Um, I'm trying to stay on top of sunscreen. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and there I is. I need to get better about that. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a. It's like a tinted. Primer sunscreen. Okay. Mm-hmm. The the brand is Bareface. Yes, oh, and she I really loves like Bareface. it. Okay, yeah, it's new to me, mm-hmm. and I'm just like really into it. Have you bought any of her other stuff, Jordan Harper? The, the I have the Liquid Gold. Yes. Okay, we have to talk about this. Okay, <laughs> did you hear what happened? Did you uh-huh. see what Aubrey posted that no. like people were getting free liquid at Liquid her, Gold? Her site glitched. Her site for glitched. like twelve I, hours. I think I got the after. I, yeah, I knew yeah. that there was an issue, but I never knew what it was. So free Liquid Gold. Yes. Yeah, so Aubrey posted. <laughs> this well uh, then of course i mean everybody sure. in their mind yeah. i ordered it i sent it I, to I ordered it it was literally a thing it was like going through it's free but then she had to like cancel all of it and i was like because oh. she she ended up coming on and she was like for how many orders went through like she was like bareface oh, would no to, longer exist it had to have been hundreds of thousands oh it was word. yeah it was a ton like i mean yeah she was like my company was would it no showing longer. up that it was going to oh, like was, on your end yeah that oh, it was wow. free okay it was but it was shipping. adding random products it was yeah. like liquid <gasps> gold for a while then it switched to like Toners. the bright like toning pads oh my. yeah but what? i've so, had i haven't had used liquid gold but i've used the toning pads yeah. and some like some of her other stuff and it's so good it really is good yeah i, I kind of am a little leery of products that I just see over and over again yeah. on social media. We talk about that yeah. all the time. Yeah. So it usually takes a like a real, not that these aren't real people, but yeah, like yeah, somebody yeah. that I really know. Yeah. But I'm I'm really glad that I, I bought it with my own money and I yeah. love it. I love it. Well, I told David saw my excitement and so yeah. I'm hoping he gets this for my birthday. <laughs> David. <laughs> because I was like so excited yeah. about it. He was like, I don't understand what the big deal. I was like, it's like $175 oh, yeah. for it's, free. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But she so Jordan Harper, she just did her, I think she just did her first ever like podcast interview about it. Oh, I just saw okay. she posted. I think it just came out. I have to go listen. Yeah, I want to listen. She's a, she seems like a really cool person. Yeah, yeah and yeah. she's very educated and like I like a nurse practitioner. She's a nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Goals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just had she had twin little boys not yes. too long ago. I love yes. it. I love That's it. So, so we'll cool. link. We have show notes. We'll link both of those for yes. you. Awesome. We don't have a yeah. code for free liquid gold. We're so sorry. Darn. <laughs> I don't. Jordan Harper. <laughs> Hit us up. Listen to this. <laughs> okay, that's it. Yeah. That was thank really awesome. So thank, thank you guys you for so being much. Here. That was great. Yeah, it was so good. All right, guys, as always, thanks for hanging out and getting messy with us. See you in two weeks.